And you are listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, online at WFMU.org, and in Rockland County at 91.9 FM. Oh 
After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. There's a place in your heart, deep within, known as the Kodesh HaKodoshim. There's an altar there with a heavenly fire burning. That's why we're always yearning mm, There's a place in your heart Deep within Known as the Kodesh HaKodoshim There's an altar there With a heavenly fire burning That's why we're always yearning That's why we're all returning
there's a place in your heart deep within known as the Kodesh HaKodoshim there's an altar there with a heavenly fire burning that's why we're always yearning that's why we're all returning so Don't play with fire.
in the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial and around the world in the web, jmtheam.org and of course on the uh, NSN app where we welcome your comments. It's a Wednesday morning broadcast on this July the 6th of uh, 2016. Day number 30 in the month of Sivan. Today is Rosh Chodesh uh, Tammuz. That's how it works. Today is the first day of a two-day Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, wishing everybody a wonderful and incredible month of Tammuz ahead. And a guten Chodesh, as we say, to everybody from all of us here at JM and the AM. Yaakov Shweki had Smachot. You heard Ari Goldwagon there with Amechad. Nigun Rikud, done by David Schlusselberg. Aryeh Kunstler's Micha Mocha. Pen Pen, that's Yummy Loi. Yehuda, brand new with Hodul Hashem. Avremo. Avram Fried's playing with fire off the brand new Bring the House Down. And, of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. JM in the AM with 76 degrees outside, 79% humidity. Winds are west at 4 miles per hour. Sunshine today. It's going to be a hot one. 92 degrees is the high. Wow. Uh, tonight, mostly clear, a low of 75. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high going up, believe it or not, to 94 degrees. My gosh. Uh, right now, what do we have? We have... Um, Yerushalayim checking in at, uh, what are we at in Yerushalayim? 85 degrees. We have uh, our friends up at Camp Misora enjoying 61 degrees. They're going to go into the 90s today as well. Wow. And uh, here in Jersey City, uh, as we said, a um, current temperature of 76 degrees and sunny as we wake up on this Wednesday morning here at JM in the AM. Well, as you know, the um, anniversary, the 40th anniversary of the Entebbe rescue um, was observed on the 4th of July. It happened back on the 4th of July of 1976. And we get an opportunity today to speak with uh, Major General Daron Almog. He is uh, somebody we've spoken to before from Ale Negev in Israel. And um, he will relive for us 
what it was like being the first field commander of the IDF on the ground, on the runway at Entebbe 40 years ago. He'll join us coming up about 7.35 this morning here at JM and the AM. And then we have a new music alert Wednesday as Pay Dalid is scheduled to join us. Pay Dalid scheduled to join us for a uh, an official album debut of their latest and we'll have all that for you coming up in the third hour this morning here at JM in the AM. So plenty happening here on a Wednesday morning, and I thank you for tuning in. It's 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Uh, thanks for listening to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. And again, now is the time of year where a lot of people are utilizing the Catskills station to uh, participate with us on a daily basis, and I thank you for that. 91.9 on the FM dial in Rockland County, and of course around the world on the web, it's jmnam.org and on the NSN app. <laughs>
Yeah. 
Oh, 
J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning with Baruch Levine on this Rosh Chodesh morning at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, Yehuda Green's Imeshkachech Karavel, done by Eighth Day off of Hula. You heard Dove Hendler celebrating Rosh Chodesh with Yehia Chodesh Hazeh. Avram Willigan Company with Ilu Finu, and you heard Sholi in there with Hashem Melech. Wednesday morning on this Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard a listener's sponsor, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course, on the NSN app, where you can comment on the app and let us know what you're thinking of our programming and uh, all the different things that we're talking about and uh, playing on the air this morning here at JM in the AM. Golly, on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Major General Daron Almog, who was the first... IDF commander on the ground in Entebbe is going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Brand new music alert as we've got the Pay Dalid debuting their brand new CD this morning here at JM in the AM. That'll be coming up later on in the 8 o'clock hour. I remind those of you who are shuttling between the uh, city and the Catskills that we have a Catskills radio station at 90.1 on the FM dial. Keep that in mind. And those of you traveling in general, make sure you have the NSN app and tune in from anywhere around the world 24 hours a day to all of our incredible programming. Galetzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM and the בספרד מדווחים שכוכב הכדורגל ליאונל מסי ואביב חורכה נידונו ל-21 חודשי מאסר בפועל בגין העלמות המס. כתבתנו קרן בן מרדכי. מסי ואביב נאשמים בשלוש עונות מס שביצעו מול משרד האוצר של ספרד. בית המשפט גזר על כוכב ברצלונה 21 שנות מאסר בכלא וקנס בשווי 2 מיליון אירו. אם זאת ייתכן שעונשו יומר במאסר על תנאי. בזמן המשפט מסי שחזר את ההונאה עכשיו ואמר שאביב הוא זה שהיה אחראי לניהולו הכספי ולכן הוא אחראי לעבירות. ישראל וארצות הברית ערכו בהצלחה ניסוי משותף במערכות הגנה מפני טילים שבו תורגל תרחיש של מתקפה נרחבת מאיראן ומלבנון. כתבנו טל אברהם. בימים האחרונים נערך הניסוי שבחן את יכולות הקישוריות של מערכות ההגנה הישראליות במשותף עם אלה האמריקניות שמטרתו לבחון בזמן אמת את היכולת לשתף פעולה בתרחיש של מתקפת טילים רחבת היקף על ישראל מאיראן ומלבנון. לאורך חמישה ימים בישראל ובארצות הברית תרגלו את המערכות עד שלב העירות ללא שיגור הטילים. דוח חדש שפורסם בבריטניה קובע שההתערבות הבריטית במלחמה בעיראק בשנת 2003 לא הייתה מוצדקת והחלה לפני שמוצו כל האפשרויות הדיפלומטיות להשגת שלום. כתובתנו שירה נאות. הדוח מראה שהמידע המודיעיני שעל ברשות בריטניה טרם המלחמה היה מוטעה וכי ההערכות לגבי כמות הנשק שהיה ברשות סדאם חוסיין היו לא מדויקות. עוד דווח כי ראש ממשלת בריטניה דאז טוני בלר הוזהר שהתערבות צבאית תאיץ את פעילות אל-קאידה נגד הממלכה וכי התכנון האסטרטגי לאחר המלחמה היה לקוי. הדוח הוגש לראש ממשלת בריטניה דייוויד קמרון וצפוי לגרור תגובות זועמות מצד משפחות ההרוגים במלחמה. פרסום ראשון, ילד הסובל מאוטיזם קל, הופלה לרעה בקיבוץ אילון שבצפון והושאר בהגלול בזמן שחבריו יצאו לטיול מחוץ לגן. בעקבות הדברים, האם התעמתה עם הגננות, וכתוצאה מכך, לטענתה, הנהלת הקיבוץ החלה להתנכל לה. הילד שלי רץ, הוא הולך יותר יפה אפילו מאמבר. אז לחלוטין הוא לא צריך להיות בהגלול. לחלוטין. לא, אבל היא מסבירה שוב שזה לא עניין של יכולת הליכה, כשהפעם זה כן 
עכשיו זה עניין שהיכולת שלו להיות חלק של קבוצה, והוא לא שם. ומהקיבוץ נמסר בתגובה כי הטענות אינן נכונות. את הסיפור הביאו ראש דסק התחקירים אבנר הופשטיין והתחקירן שילה פריד. עורכי דינו של בנימין פואד בן אליעזר טוענים כי מצבו הבריאותי קשה מאוד ומגדירים אותו כאיש מת. כתבנו איתמר קציר. עורך הדין יעקב ויינרוט אמר בדיון שמצבו של השר לשעבר חמור מאוד והוסיף הרופאים נותנים לו תוחלת חיים של אפס הוא למעשה איש מת. עוד אמר ויינרוט כי הוא מצוי בשיג ושיח עם הפרקליטות במטרה לסיים את התיק אך בתביעה מכישים את הדברים בתוקף. השופט דרש מבן אליעזר השואה כעת באשפוז להתייצב לדיון הבא. יעל דן שוחחה לפני זמן קצר עם חברו של פואד, יועץ התקשורת שי הסגל. מצבו הפיזי של פואד גרוע ביותר. מצבו הנפשי בהחלט איתן וחזק. עורכי הדין של פואד שהכינו את חוות הדעת הרפואיות עליו, ישבו עם ראש צוות הרופאים ושאל אותו עורך הדין מה תוחלת החיים של פואד. ענה לו מת לפני שנה. התחזית, ברוב חלקי הארץ נעים עלייה בטמפרטורות. כתבנו בצפון גיא ורון מדווח שבשעה האחרונה החל במפתיע טפטוף בגליל העליון. את הסוודרים והמעילים בכל זאת אפשר להשאיר בבוידם. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
In the AM, it's Yaakov Shweki uh, from the uh, brand new CD entitled We Are a Miracle here at JM in the AM. 
Uh, before that, Ohad's Malchuscha, you heard the news from Israel. Lots of news out there. WikiLeaks has published 30,000 of uh, Hillary Clinton's emails, which is interesting. The Republicans, according to the... Um, According to David Friedman, a real estate lawyer and bankruptcy expert who uh, Donald Trump has described as one of his advisors on Israel, he has told CNN that the Republican Party might be due to assert more support for Israeli settlements and possibly reject altogether the idea of a two-state solution, which has long been a pillar of both Democratic and Republican policy in the region. David Friedman staked out a position further to the right of the current Republican Party platform ahead of its nominating convention later this month. He said in reference to a two-state solution suggesting some Arabs might prefer Israel's complete control. It ought to be time to at least take a fresh look at this. The two-state solution might be one answer, but I don't think it's the only answer anymore. So that's interesting as we get ready for the summer of um, Republican and Democratic conventions. be interesting to see what happens with the different platforms and how they view Israel and the United States' policy toward Israel. Uh, in Israel, 150 people gathered outside of the offices of the chief rabbinate Wednesday morning to protest against the recent rejection of a conversion performed by prominent United States Jewish leader Rabbi Haskell Lukstein by the Petach Tikva rabbinical court. The decision has generated widespread indignation from Jewish leaders in the U.S. and activists in Israel who say the incident reflects a wider rejection by the religious establishment in Israel of the religious legitimacy of diaspora jury. Among those who were at the rally... Uh, public figures, including Jewish Agency Chairman Natan Sharansky, prominent modern Orthodox leader of Shlomo Riskin, members of Knesset, Elazar Stern, Aliza Lavi, and Yehuda Glick. Sharansky told the Jerusalem Post he was personally familiar with Rabbi Lukstein because of his participation in the struggle for the rights of Soviet Jews under communist oppression in the 70s and 80s. So this is a... Um, this is an international issue that's going to be very interesting to follow and see how the rabbinate of the state of Israel um, deals with um, authorities, religious authorities here in the United States, and I guess other parts of the world as well. Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM with 76 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 92. This week we celebrate the 40th anniversary of the rescue at Entebbe, the incredible Operation Jonathan, originally named Operation Thunderbolt. And... Um, Major General Daron Almog, who's been on this program before, will join us. First uh, IDF commander to be on the ground at Entebbe. Had a major role in what happened 40 years ago this week. We'll speak with him coming up. A new music alert Wednesday. Uh, Pay Dalid is expected to debut their brand new album here this morning in hour number three of JM and the AM, so make sure to be tuned in for that. We have amazing programming all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. So make sure to be tuned in all day long, no matter where you are. And remember, as we continue to remind you at the beginning of these uh, couple of summer months, the NSN app gives you the opportunity to take us along, no matter where you are, on vacation, in your car, long drives, whatever the case may be, and listen to our amazing programming. In addition to that, uh, those of you who travel to and from the Catskill region, don't forget we have 90.1 FM, which I had the pleasure of listening to on Monday, clear as a bell on Route 17, and enjoying our amazing program uh, uh, that Mayor Ferdy conducted this past Monday morning. So keep that in mind as well. 16 minutes after 7 o'clock, Rosh Chodesh morning. This is JM in the AM. 
אתם קידושים, אם אתם אתם, אם קידושים, אם אתם אתם, אם אתם קידושים, אם אתם Benny Friedman, that's Mala Ani here at JM in the AM. Before that, Avramo, bring the house down with the title track to that CD here at JM in the AM. Ellie Schwabel in there with We Are One, that's off of Heart's Mind. Rosh Chodesh Tamo's morning. Reminder that Major General Daron Almog is going to be joining us in a few minutes. Forty years after Entebbe, we get to speak to the first IDF commander on the ground in Uganda at Entebbe during the actual rescue. Uh, back 40 years ago. That'll be coming up here at JM in the AM. Also, a reminder, 
Brand new Pay Dalit is going to be introduced to everybody this morning. Pay Dalit out with a brand new album. We'll debut it for you coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. So if you love brand new music, which so many people in our audience do, you have an opportunity to tune in and check that out with us here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonish Masar of Zeb and Rabbi Alevi and Esther Basar of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Each day in our morning prayers, we recite Shira Sayom. The Chassam Soifer asks, why did Dan Sheikh Nesis choose to include these words in our tefillahs? He explains that throughout the generations, there are always situations that require a fortification in our basic emuna. There is a need to inspire faith because we see that the wicked are successful and sometimes do not get punished. We despair that the divine providence has been removed from Klal Yisroel, or perhaps that Hashem is not offended by the evil deeds of the Rishoyim. In truth, though, Hashem is marich apoy. He is long-suffering, and ultimately, there will be payback time. Our Chachomim comment in Gitten, that when we say, it can also mean that Hashem makes Himself mute, so to speak, and doesn't respond to the evil of the Rishoyim. But this is not because divine providence is aloof or distant. Hashem reigns forever. We will be redeemed from this exile as the Jews were from Mitzrayim. The evil people will receive their proper due as did the Egyptians. The great Tzadik of Neshchiz was well known for his power of blessing, particularly for those who were ill and in need of a Rufua Shalema. Once, a very ill Jew came to the Tzadik, but he was reluctant to promise the petitioner that he would be healed. The tzaddik told him, Perhaps you will be healed, but I can't promise you. The person heard this and he said, But why not? Why not, said the tzaddik, Because you are dependent on me. You have to be completely dependent on Hashem. Let me explain. A young couple once came to the great Kajnitz Magid. They asked him for a bracha that they find an extremely valuable object that they lost. The Magid gave them different excuses but would not agree to bless them. The young couple persisted, and the husband gave him a golden coin for tzedakah. The Magid told him, If you're going to give me 60 gold coins, maybe I'll be able to help you. The woman was quite surprised. She heard this huge sum of money that the Magid suggested. She took back the coin and said to her husband, Hashem alone could help us, even without this. Immediately, the Kajasamagid turned to them. He had such great happiness, he said, Until now, you forgot about Hashem. You placed all your trust and faith only in me. Now that you believe and trust in Hashem, you should know that your salvation is already on the way. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
אנחנו מגיעים בצער רב על פטירתו של מרן הראשון לציון, מועצת חכמי התורה, הגאון הרב חיים עובדיה יוסף. Maran Shali is done by uh, Yaakov Shweki from the CD entitled We Are a Miracle. Right, Baruch Chait and company before that with Alchol Matayich. You heard Simcha Liner with Shalom to open up that set here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning, well, as you know, uh, this week is the 40th anniversary of the uh, Operation Yonatan, first uh, called Operation Thunderbolt. And uh, it is, of course, the uh, historic raid on Entebbe which rescued the uh, Israeli and Jewish hostages from Uganda 40 years ago on July the 4th of 1976. Major General Daron Almog, who has been a guest of ours before, was the first IDF commander on the ground at Entebbe. Um, he is founder of Ale Negev, a village for the disabled, which provides residential, medical, and social services to the handicapped of southern Israel. After the passing of his son, Ale Negev's name was changed to Nachalat Iran after his uh, son Iran. Uh, in 1976, he was the first para-reconnaissance commander to land on the runway at Entebbe, marking it for incoming Israeli airplanes and then leading the capture of the airfield's control tower in the rescue operation. He has been involved in many, many other operations, not just in Israel, 
but around the world since then as well. And uh, we get to wish a Mazal Tov to a Major General, Major General Daron Almog because uh, since the last time we spoke with him, he was awarded Pras Yisrael, the Israel Prize for Lifetime Achievement this past Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel Independence Day. Major General Daron Almog, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, thank you very much, thank you. Mazal Tov to you on Pras Yisrael. Thank you, it's, it's really an honor uh, to be awarded the uh, Israel Prize, the highest prize that the State of Israel uh, given giving to um, Israeli residents. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, this award should be given to my son, the son who has never said uh, one word, never said Abba, never made eye contact, and changed my life, gave me a lot of power and meaning um, to be the mouthpiece and the power for children like him, the weakest members in our society. If you want also hostages of our society, and in a way, uh, the connection between the Entebbe operation and uh, and my lifetime achievement is uh, a simple fact that uh, in Entebbe we arrived uh, to rescue 105 Israeli hostages and uh, on uh, my uh, daily operation is uh, rescuing every day those hostages of our society people and children like uh, our loved son who were fully dependent in uh, other people's power who are helpless uh, has no power and need our assistance on every single step of their life and they also deserve a life of uh, quality uh, a lot of love and Alenegev um, is a social Entebbe if you want you pointed out. You pointed out. In fact, the uh, the I don't know if I would say the irony, but certainly the meaning. The meaning that uh, the award was presented on Israel's Independence Day, when again, as you just said, uh, it was all about someone who was not independent, someone who was dependent on many others. Absolutely, absolutely. They're, yeah, they have no independent at all. At all, these children. Uh, that's a, a very similar. Um, situation or position of uh, of hostages. Uh, hostages, uh, you know, uh, depend on uh, on those who aim weapon and uh, threat um, to take their life. Um, and and there are hostages in our society: disabled, severely disabled, handicapped, uh, wounded people, um, helpless, um, and. Uh, I believe that uh, our goal and uh, and our Jewish values also should guiding us uh, to set the highest life standard for these people and uh, their presence is a test yeah. for ourselves. The same as the the, the presence of uh, and the voice of hostages in Entebbe was a test for the state of Israel and a test for uh, our values. You know, we say that uh, one for all, all for one, we say in military, we say we are all responsible one for another, we say so we are tested, we are tested uh, um, by uh, the event, a crisis, any crisis, it should be, it may be a crisis like the, uh, the Antebbe, it may be uh, some daily crisis of uh, accident, disease, cancer, 
uh, all of a sudden uh, families facing tragedies. Yeah, we could and, add um, we could add test. we could add terror attacks to that as well. Um, yeah. Well, your work is amazing, and uh, our friends at JNF uh, continue to remind us of the incredible things that you're doing. Kolaka vote and again, Mazal Tov on the award. Uh, were you invited? Did you attend uh, in Uganda the 40th anniversary commemoration this week? Yeah, we flew the commanders, uh, high-ranking uh, commanders, uh, officers, uh, soldiers. It was moving day, uh, July 4, 2016. Uh, the prime minister arrived, and uh, there was a ceremony in uh, Entebbe near the tower. The prime minister uh, of Israel, Netanyahu, spoke five meters from the place that uh, his brother, Yoni, was shot. You know, that by himself, for me, as someone who lost his brother in uh, Yom Kippur. Right, you lost your brother. Before the Entebbe operation, my right. brother right. was killed in the Yom Kippur. And I know what is the meaning of the place that my brother was killed. I believe that for for Prime Minister Netanyahu, as a human being, uh, he also was moved by the simple fact that uh, he is speaking as a Prime Minister of Israel from mm -hmm. one side, from the other side, five meters from the place that uh, his brother Yoni uh, was killed uh, during this operation. And um, I also believe that uh, the absence and the loss of his brother, like my brother, gave him a lot of power, gave him uh, meaning. I can uh, testify on myself that uh, during my service, I felt um, personal oath uh, to my bleeding brother uh, also, I felt that he giving me a lot of power and some guarantee to do whatever is needed and to be courageous, um, brave, and, uh, and and do whatever is needed in, in military operation for him and, and soldiers like him and people like him. Mm -hmm. I believe that in a way the... Uh, the bravery of uh, Yoni Netanyahu gave power to to Bibi to continue um, being very proud from on his brother yeah. on the heroic mission on the Entebbe and yeah, the, and the other side inside you know the right. stamina. Yeah, and I think he, I think he's indicated that that uh, the influence was so profound uh, from his late brother. Um, was the airport the way you remembered it? Yes, uh, more or less the same. Of course, the, uh, the the new terminal. Uh, my operation, my operation was uh, about uh, nearly three kilometers away from uh, the old terminal, the place that uh, the, our hostages were kept, and uh, and the old um, control tower. Uh, my mission was to mark the runway right. for the next three Hercules who came later. Uh, also, to take the new control tower which was uh, lo still located on very high ground. Uh, the most dominating uh, place uh, in, in this airport is the new control tower. And yeah, for me, it was first time to see how much, uh, what is the, uh, this dominance, uh, high ground of, uh, of uh, my mission at, uh, at that time, 40 years ago, at the, at the Antebbe operation. Who presented the mission? Who, who, who brought together everybody to to alert you and your colleagues as to what the plan was um, yeah there is procedure military procedure there, there were planners uh, from since the moment that moment that uh, the air funds plan plan was uh, hijacked 
the end of uh, June 76, and uh, a few teams started planning. And uh, uh, July 1st, um, Thursday, July 1st, uh, three days before the operation, I got an order. As a matter of fact, the one that uh, announced me that I'm going to fly to Entebbe, as ridiculous as it may sound, was my mom, my mother. I came, uh, <laughs> I came home from training mission yeah. at the Golanites as the <laughs> commander of the reconnaissance unit. At that time, I was bachelor and uh, living with my parents. Uh, on my way back to uh, my camp in uh, Telnov Air Base, um, I came to my parents. I recently tuned my parents' house, and the moment I opened the door, my mom said, you're going to fly to Entebbe. I said, well, what are you speaking, mom? She said, sit here in this chair. You see this list? All these people were looking for you, and I know, uh, just to remind you, that was not the cellular age. And uh, people didn't find me from um, the operational branch, uh, the general headquarters. So I uh, sit down, and I did the telephone call one by one. And so, and I got first order to take all my units, bring them to a, a place which um, abandoned air, uh, air base, British abandoned air base, uh, center of Israel, which was the, the place that uh, all the units gathered. Mm-hmm. At that place, we got uh, on Friday, July second, two days before the operation, we got uh, an order, um, and and then the mission. We get uh, the mission, and uh, that, that was the first time I got my mission to mark the one way to be the first to land, the last to leave uh, in the first Hercules. Uh, just to remind you, we came by four Hercules. Number one came with uh, with the Yoni Netanyahu unit, um, Sayeret Matkal, and my unit, and some more paratroopers. Uh, they came, uh, the Yoni Netanyahu unit, with one Mercedes and two Land Rover inside this uh, first Hercules. And um, we, uh, my unit, 10 soldiers with me, we jumped uh, after 10, uh, 1,000 uh, 1, meters. Um, while landing after 1,000 meters, the Hercules uh, uh, reduced speed, slowed down to about uh, 20 kilometers an hour, and then we jumped from uh, the right side, the right door, the same door that uh, uh, you jump um, and as a paratrooper, we jumped uh, and uh, starting uh, marking the runway. Or, or just uh, also to let you know, um, the procedure of landing is usually based on uh, asking permission. Right. In this case, we didn't ask permission, and we knew the international light switch on. And uh, but we also we assessed that the moment the Ugandan will understand that uh, there is landing without permission, they will switch off. That's what happened. They switch off all the lights. So uh, when we jumped out, everything was light. And then after about uh, a few seconds, uh, the lights all go the out. The lights were shut down. So, so, at that point, so at that point, they know that there, that there are planes they coming They knew in. that there is something wrong, that there is a landing of airplane. But, you know, from this understanding at the, at the control tower, the new control tower, uh, to, to, trans, uh, to, uh, to shift information, to deliver information to the terrorists in the old terminal, uh, this is something that uh, 
That took you time. You know, if, if you're really smart, maybe, maybe you understand. But, uh, you know, many rates based on surprise. A surprise on, 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 on the first second and, and minute. And, and the, all, all this, all the Altebe operation was based on, on achieving surprise. Right. Uh, that for this purpose, uh, we are the Sayat Matkal uh, Union Netanyahu unit came with the Mercedes, which is uh, similar to Idi Amin right. uh, Mercedes, and the Ugandan uniform, and just you know to bring the enemy for a second or, or slight or split second of hesitation. That's enough to be the first to to squeeze the trigger and, and kill them before they kill you. Where, where are you after you light the runway? So, as a matter of fact, I, I uh, jumped, uh, we jumped 10. So, four, uh, commanded by Talibade, who was uh, my deputy, also bereaved family. His uh, brother was killed in the Yom Kippur, Mikhail. And his father, by the way, at that time was Major General at the General Headquarters, Rafael Vardi. Uh, Major General Rafael Vardi was uh, Chief of Personnel, uh, aware, the mission aware on everything, aware that his son, uh, right now participating uh, the Entebbe operation. Uh, so Talibadi together with more three, two on each side of the runway, run and each 100 meter put one battery light. Right. All together, put seven in each side, all together 14, right. 600 meter uh, were marked by the battery lights. Right. And that was enough for the Hercules number two, seven minutes later after number one. Number three, one minute later. Number four, one minute later. At that time, I marched about 300 meters toward the, uh, the new control tower, which, right. uh, as I said, was uh, located on, on the high ground. And, and which is being maintained, I assume, by Ugandan officers, right? Yes, and, and Talivadi, after marking the runway, did a flank and came uh, and joined me uh, from uh, some angle. On the side, and he identified the four guards near the the tower. And uh, with the coordination between us, uh, he shot the four guards, Ugandan guards, and I penetrated the, uh, inside the building. Uh, we scanned the buildings from uh, bottom to top, and uh, uh, no one was inside. Um, and that's it. Well, we did our mission, um, and we got back to the uh, the parking lot of uh, the new. Uh, terminal, the place that Ershko Surin was injured by uh, uh, Ugandan uh, uh, resident. Uh, well, we don't know exactly if it's Ugandan or he was a civilian. He was not soldier. Right. One that uh, all the epistle and Ershko Surin uh, is the force of Ershko Surin, uh, force of paratroopers commanded of, by uh, Major General later, Major General Nehemia Tamari. He was killed in accident uh, while, uh, while being uh, commander of the Central Command in Israel. But uh, Dan Tebe was uh, the commander of uh, uh, Patrooper Battalion uh, 890. Now, uh, now, we were always under the impression that one of the keys to preparing for the mission was the, um, uh, was the fact that the airport was actually built, the, the architecture was done by an Israeli company. But then. Yeah, that's right. So, Lil Bonnet, uh, yes, at that, that time, the. At uh, the end of the 60s, uh, there were uh, relationship, international uh, relationship with Idi Amin, with, uh, with Uganda. And Solal Bonnet, Israeli companies at that time built uh, the airfield. But in, addition, military part. but in addition to that, on Saturday, a, a, a member of the Mossad was actually in the airport, right, during daylight? Right. No, of, 
Friday, on Friday, a day before the operation, yeah, July 2nd, a Mossad agent, uh, a pilot, came with the Cessna light airplane and landed uh, and moved along the new runway and the old runway and did some pictures from the cockpit. And uh, these pictures were given to us in Sharm el-Sheikh mm-hmm. um, before taking off to Sharm. Uh, we, the four Hercules, we uh, started uh, uh, the Antebbe operation by taking off from Ben-Gurion Airport, the military part of Ben-Gurion. Uh, we flew on low altitude to Sharm el-Sheikh, landed in Sharm. Last briefing was in Sharm el-Sheikh, but uh, also we got this picture. We got this uh, photograph that were made a day before by a Mossad agent, and they gave us the details, um, the accurate details of the ground and the, the topography. Uh, also, we got the information and the intelligence from those um, uh, the terrorists released on uh, Wednesday, uh, two days earlier, uh, the, the selection between the Jews and non-Jews. Right, and those and, th- those uh, those briefings. Mistakenly, you right. know, in retrospect, I can say mistakenly. Right. Um, they, from their point of view, of course, uh, they released the non-Jews and sent them to Paris, to France. Right. And um, our Mossad uh, people came and in- interrogated them, got the information: how many terrorists, uh, what the procedure of guarding, where the hostages are kept. Uh, and so what is the routine day and night? So we understood all the hostages uh, are placed in the old terminal uh, for terrorists uh, at the corners of uh, of this old terminal, another three on the second floor. Uh, so the moment we got this information, which was viable, essential information, at that time uh, we had the ability uh, to launch a practical plan and, yeah. and, and make the, you know, the idea of uh, commitment for something practical. Major General Daron Almog is with us. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsor WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org and the NSN app. Major General Daron Almog, the uh, first IDF commander on the ground at Entebbe 40 years ago, was there this week for the 40th anniversary commemoration with the Prime Minister. Um, what was the the last briefing like at Sharm? I could only imagine the the combination of last-minute instructions and I would assume in some way a pep talk for the entire group that's about to embark on this mission, no one knowing you know, whether they'll be success or not. What was that like? Um, uh, the pep talk in, in Sharm el-Sheikh, if you, if you mean um, on this yeah. pep talk, that was, uh, yeah. da- that was done by uh, Brigadier General Dan Shomon, the commander of, uh, of operation. By the way, uh, his daughter, Anat, came with us uh, to Entebbe wow. uh, to the 40 uh, celebration. celebration uh, anniversary? Ceremony. Uh, anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the ceremony in, in Entebbe with the Ugandan president, and also Shlomit, uh, the sister of Dan Shomron. However, Dan Shomron emphasized uh, our commitment to save Jew any place in the world, and of course, in in these circumstances, uh, while the terrorists negotiating with the state of Israel and asking to release terrorists uh, with blood on their hands, and um, we should not surrender to any terrorist demand. That's at our hand, 
and um, you know a pep talk is about the motivation it's not about uh, the small details it's about uh, it's about um, planting more dedication more courage more motivation uh, to the soldier i you know uh, that was something that should be done but every one of us was uh, so motivated so dedicated and then uh, I'll tell you honestly, everyone was ready to give his life. Uh, we are sorry that uh, at the end, uh, um, Netanyahu was uh, also my friend, was killed, but everyone was ready to give his life for saving other people's lives. What, what was he like? I mean, I, I've read some. I saw an amazing documentary through his letters, He, uh, uh, his life, his feelings, his um, uh, his philosophy. Um, uh, was shared with the world through what he wrote. Uh, but what, as a friend of his, what was he like? What made him different from others? What, say again, I didn't hear you. What, what made Yoni Netanyahu different from others? What gave him the qualities that we look back on and admire so much? Uh, uh, Yoni was a legend uh, after the Yom Kippur. In Yom Kippur, by the way, also in this, this ceremony in Entebbe was uh, Major General Ben Hanan. And the uh, friendship between uh, Ben Hanan, uh, who commanded the uh, 188 Brigade, Armour Brigade, uh, after Ben Shuam, uh, the brigade commander, was killed in the Yom Kippur. And uh, Yossi Ben Hanan also was, uh, I think, October 16, is, uh, he wounded, and uh, Netanyahu saved him. Netanyahu, as officer of uh, a small team, penetrated deep to the Syrian uh, territory and saved the uh, uh, Major General later, Major General at that time it was the uh, Lieutenant Colonel Ben Hanan life. Um, so the Yom Kippur, you know, the trauma and the circumstances of uh, the Yom Kippur, the surprise, the courage uh, on on uh, his behavior. Um, I did the mission uh, with him together with him uh, on uh, Mount Hermon in, uh, in May uh, 1974. Um, and he came uh, to this mission, to my mission, um, to penetrate the, the Syrian territory um, as armor officer, not as a, as a commando uh, infantry, but as armor. And uh, he joined my my force, and uh, it was cool. It was uh, uh, it was smart. It was brave. And later, of course, uh, you know, take uh, the effect of. Uh, uh, of this uh, the tragedy that he was the only soldier to be killed in the, in the operation, yeah. uh, take uh, one on one and one and one, and uh, it all together made made him a legend. Yeah, no and uh, the heroic, of course, uh, the circumstance of of Entebbe, which is uh, one of its kind. Uh, there's nothing, there's no precedent uh, uh, to such an operation. In uh, it, it's an operation uh, that uh, came to the uh, the modern uh, pantheon of war. Um, you know, flying 4,000 kilometers, landing 11 p.m. sharp, 53 minutes on the ground, killing seven terrorists, bring back the 105 Israeli hostages uh, successfully, and at the same time um, paying the highest toll by uh, the commander of the elite unit who did the, the, the main mission to kill the terrorists and rescue the, the hostages. So take all, all this uh, data together and... Uh, and you got uh, the menu for um, 
Major General Daron Almog, could an Entebbe rescue happen today? Um, you know, the, the, for me, Entebbe is not only a military operation, it's also a social Entebbe. As I said at uh, the beginning of our talk, um, it's, it's imperative. Entebbe is a moral imperative to do our best to save uh, um, people from our people who are in danger, uh, who are helpless, and uh, it's, um, it's imperative for our values imperative um, for our humanism um, of course it, uh, it's also about uh, uh, performance it's about um, our professional capacity but also it's about um, being um, better people better human being and uh, be ready one for another mm. be responsible as we say as we really say we all must be guaranteed one for another and must be leaded by uh, by this axiom as love your friend as love yourself and and the power of our people derived from uh, from these values and, uh, and I believe that uh, this axiom uh, will be continuing guiding us. Bezrat Hashem. We have a couple of minutes left. What was the flight back to Israel like? At that night, the Dantebe, 40 years ago? 40 years ago. Oh, no, two days ago. No, 40, uh, 40 years, years ago. Uh, on the flight back, the Israeli radio, radio and the media announced that there was a successful operation. Our soldiers back home and one of the high-ranking officers uh, was uh, badly wounded. Something like that. Uh, so just think about my mom. I was sitting at home, uh. and uh, and she knew uh, that uh, uh, I was in the mission. Three years uh, earlier, she got uh, the information about my brother that was killed in the Yom Kippur, and now she's waiting. Mm. Uh, 7 a.m., we landed in Tel North, and I raised telephone to my parents. She Again, she was the first to raise the telephone. So her first question, the moment she heard my voice, first question, who is the commander? I said, Yoni. My friend Yoni was killed. Uh, so that's, you know, that's something which is part of our life. Uh, later, my wife asked me many times this question while she knew I'm in, uh, in a mission. And uh, the middle of night, the Israeli radio starting with the slow music, and she knew I'm behind enemy line. And in the morning, I got the telephone, and the same question were asked, was asked by my wife later, which is something uh, you know, that only those in the special unit experience. Um, and I was lucky to be one of them, and, and privileged. Uh, However, the, the, the minutes uh, after arriving was a great uh, joy, uh, a huge celebration uh, for the people in Israel. And, 
above all, that was also the, the agony and the loss on Yoni. Yeah. Uh, one of our Brigadier General, Janusz Bengal, came, and um, at that time he was uh, at the general headquarters, one of the planners of the operation. When we landed in Telnov, he came to me and looked at me and said, uh, at the Yom Kippur, by the way, was the commander of the 7th Brigade. And uh, he looked at me and said, all this operation does not deserve the price of Yoni Netanyahu. <laughs> yeah, uh, he loved Yoni very much. He was the one to send Yoni to save Ben Hanan, uh, Yossi Ben Hanan, the commander of... Uh, in Syria. One, yeah, the 188 brigade in the uh, Yom Kippur war. Mm. He loved uh, Yoni. Yoni also did the... Con- uh, converted uh, from from infantry to armor after the Yom Kippur we lost many armor crews and uh, and Netanyahu Yoni Netanyahu converted to armor so he was under Janusz Bengal Janusz loved him very much also felt oh uh, for saving Ben Hanan so sadly he, he stated uh, all this operation was not deserved the price of Netanyahu. Major General uh, Daron Almog, Tadaraba, thank you so much for uh, reliving some of this with us. Thank you. And anybody who reads your story, they'll understand the scope of the operations you've been involved with and the different things you've done, even way beyond Entebbe, believe it or not, and we'll understand your perspective even more. I hope people take the opportunity to to do just that, to look and see uh, uh, all the different things you've been involved with. All these years. Kolakavod, again, Mazaltov and Pras Israel, and uh, thank you for joining us on this 40th anniversary. Thank you very much, Nahum. Uh, have a great day. Major General Daron Almog, he was the uh, IDF commander, the first to be on the ground at Entebbe, as you heard. Um, he and a colleague took over the new airport tower. Uh, for those of you who remember the configuration, old airport, new airport in Entebbe. And. Um, the, the rest you heard. Uh, a privilege to speak with him this morning here at JM and AM. Le 
song synonymous with Operation Yonatan. And Tebby, 40 years later, my thanks to Major General Daron Almog. Every time we speak with him, we hear more and more of his incredible perspective on the Jewish people and the people of Israel. Just unbelievable. Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Well, as promised, we uh, said we get to some brand new music this morning. Our friends from Pay Dollar are checking in. I apologize to them and all the Pay Dollar fans who are... Uh, tuned in for being a drop behind schedule but we're set to go pay dollar is out with a brand new album this is what it sounds like shlomo and mordechai of pay dollar will be joining us next if you keep it right here at jm
From Pay Dalid. Hashem Melech opens up the album. Mordechai and Shlomo of Pay Dalid are with us live via telephone. Mordechai, Shlomo, good morning. Welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, sweet brother. Chodesh Tov. <laughs> Chodesh Tov. Thank you for your patience. We greatly appreciate it since we were behind schedule. And congratulations on the brand new album. What are we calling the brand new album? It's called Hashem Melech. Is the the title the subtitle is the twelve tribes? The twelve tribes. Yeah. You're dedicating it to the twelve tribes. We're dedicating it to uh, the twelve tribes. We have the the subtitle uh, for a very specific reason. You know, we we have inside the album for those who get it. Um, when they pull out the CD itself, inside of the cover below the CD. There's an image that we developed that really speaks to the purpose or the underlying theme of the whole album. So anyway, underneath, you pull out the CD, there's an image of the breastplate at the Kohen Gadol. Mm. Instead of, with the, with the 12 boxes, but instead of the 12 jewels in the boxes, 12 stones, representing each of the attributes of the tribes, we have <coughs> screenshots of the actual tracks of the... Um, what would you call that? Oh, that's cool. I like that idea. <laughs> each, each track of the 12 tracks is represented in the breastplate. So on the first track, Hashem he just played, Right. when you look at the image, so the very first track, uh, our very first box on the upper left side, Understood. all of the pieces that made up Hashem Melech with all the color coordination that comes with it. So all of the um, songs, 12 songs, represent... One of the twelve tribes takes you through the whole experience and represents the purpose of the music, uh, which is to unify and all I w- of us with that music. And I would guess in this digital age, if the coin Godel would touch that square, it would actually play the song. I would figure. Hey, why don't you answer the uh, why don't you answer the question I've been asked a bunch of times over the last twenty four hours? Why you called Pay Dalid? <laughs> That's a great. Uh, well, that's the question that we've been asked for the last 20 years. <laughs> uh, we're still trying to figure it out. But um, what we've come up with, uh, you know, in, at least in summary form, is uh, besides the many explanations we've been sh- that, that have been shared with us and that we've thought of along the way, and I think really goes to the heart of what we do and what we're, what, what we're trying to bring into the world with our music, is the uh, combination of the pay and the dollar numerically, the gematria, the eight and the four, the eight, the pay, which is 80, the four, which is dollar. So eight alone always is the malaminate, but there's always the supernatural, the spiritual. Uh, anything times 10, in this case, eight times 10, 80 pay, is a perfected number in Kabbalah, 10 being the 10th spirit that combines, that connects, that bridges all worlds. And so eight, uh, K in this case represents the neshama, the perfection 
of the spiritual, of the supernatural. The Dalit is the other half of the infinite. It's the other half of the eight, the four. Uh, when you cut the infinite in half, the other side of it is the finite. The four represents the vessel, uh, the four corners of the body of the world, uh, the very finite nature of what we see in our everyday living. Um, it's both beautiful concepts uh, alone can't live with one another as beautiful without, without one another, without uh, the, uh, the, the unification of the two. When they come together, the pain and the dollar, the spiritual and the physical, not only fulfills the purpose of creation, but it ultimately bridges all dualities, for all dualities are born from the original dualities, the spiritual and the physical. So wow. our music, we hope through our music to, to bridge the two together. Very cool. Mordechai and Shlomo with us. Pay Dala. Tell us about the selection we just heard. Is that your composition? Yeah, that's one of our original compositions. Uh, it's actually been around for a good number of years. We've been working on this album. That was one of the uh, first newer songs that we came up with a few years back, and we said we got to record this right away. So that, that's very special. And we have the final track that brings everything full circle within the 12 uh, is a remix, uh, which is actually featuring a beautiful brother, Ari Kunstler, on lead guitar, of uh, Hashem Melech. So it's a, it's a special track, though. Very nice. All right, uh, we've got uh, Pay Dollar with us live via telephone. Brand new music alert. Their album is um, is out, I assume, right? It's available to everybody at this point, correct? Oh, yeah. It's available almost the music, iTunes, Amazon, all over the place. All right, you call the next one. What is this, Nguyen Labish? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's our dear brother, Labish 100, who's in uh, just made Aliyah just over the last year. And uh, this was a very powerful experience that this Nguyen in its totality, came down on one of our beautiful trips to Uman for Rosh Hashanah to be with our Rebbe, Rebbe Nachman, and uh, this was Arab, just just before sunrise on Arab Rosh Hashanah, uh, as it's typical for us in Uman and m- most of the 40,000 uh, to not sleep for like four or five days straight. Um, and on that beautiful Arab Rosh Hashanah, sun, just pre-sunrise moment, this niggin came down in fullness, and we started playing it together with our dear friend Labish. And um, within 15 minutes, we had about 50 or 60 beautiful fellas that had just come in off the street who heard the energy coming out of our little apartment, filled this entire tiny little apartment, fit for 20 people with about 70 people all screaming and dancing this thing as the sun came up. So it was a powerful experience. Wow, unbelievable. Nigun Labish, here it is, brand new, off of the brand new Paid Dalit album. This is JM in the AM.
Well, our friends at PayDollar called that Nigun Labish, and our friends from PayDollar are with us live via telephone. Mordechai and Shlomo with us. Not bad, gentlemen. Pretty good song, huh? Thank you. <laughs> and that uh, that song is actually featuring C. Lansbound, No Farm, and Nofi Crone, who is a beautiful brother of ours as well. Oh, you're surrounding yourselves with some amazing musicians. I'll tell you that and much. Thank God. We we wanted to get we wanted to make this very special. This album. We put a lot of time and effort into it, and we wanted to bring in a lot of these guys that, that we've met and we've been so close with uh, over the years. We got we got Noah Solomon uh, on another track, and we got Sam Glazer and Shlomo Katz, Aethan Katz, and our beautiful brother Lou Soloff, who passed away about a year ago, beautiful trumpet player. So, uh, yeah, it's, this is very special right here. Surrounding yourself with an all-star lineup, to say the least. It's a musical 12 tribes, brother. <laughs> You could say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pay Dollar is with us as we debut their brand new album here at JM in the AM. Where are you guys from? Are you from the New York area originally? Yeah, we're originally uh, born and raised in White Plains, New York. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, we have a long history there. Our father was, was born and raised there as well. So, But uh, now we're in the Riverdale and Yonkers area. We actually have our own studio in Yonkers as well now. And what is the, um, I mean, I, I don't know if I should call it Kalbachian, or I should uh, use other ways of referring to it, but wh- where does the Hasidic influence that it's obvious you guys have, where does it come from? That's from Reb Shlomo. It we is? We were very exposed to Reb Shlomo growing up ever since uh, we were kids because so- our beautiful father... Um, was his uh, for thirty years was one of his booking agents in White from out of White Plains, and uh, so he was working with him for years all the way back up since Boston. Since Rip Slum was in Boston, my father started up up there uh, with his work, and um, so whenever he was in town or whenever we were or we were around or we crossed paths, whatever it may be, you know. So Rip Shlom, we we be with Rep Shlomo, and he was uh, ultimately became, um, at least from our perspective, he was like a, like an uncle. We had, I guess it was many years before we realized the uh, the, the enormity of his greatness. Uh, but growing up, we experienced him as just somebody almost like a family member, and uh, his music was really the soundtrack to our childhood, um, at least within the Jewish context the Hasidic context. So we always had that, uh, no matter what, where else we were and what else we were doing, we always had his music, and we always had his influence, and so that really planted the seed. So if you're frequenting Uman, it's because of Shlomo Kalbach? Yeah, our original connection to the Rebbe Nachman was through Reb Shlomo's teachings, being yeah. exposed to Rebbe Nachman through his teachings, and eventually, you know, getting more into... Uh, or looking more into who Rebbe Nachman was and what his teachings were and studying more of what he taught uh, until we actually, through late issues, Nick and we just uh, listened to, were, um, uh, were, were excited by his expression and description of Uman, and then we finally had our opportunities to start going um, and experience the, the 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 journey going from uh, becoming, which we were prior to uh, a Talmud of Rebbe uh, Nachman, becoming a Chassid of Rebbe Nachman, 
uh, which is what those trips offered us. So that was our journey. Mordechai and Shlomo have paid Dalad with us live via telephone. Uh, you guys do a lot of concerts in the area? Absolutely. How do people, how do people yeah. get, how do people get in touch with you? Well, we're working, uh, on releasing our new website. That's going to be a great way once that's done in the next few months. And, uh, obviously Facebook and, uh, email. And obviously getting directly in touch with us. So we're working right now on a CD release, so, for this new album and, uh, you know, a bunch of other things, working on touring uh, the West Coast, going back to New Orleans, and a, a bunch of places, really touring off of this album and, you know, spreading the message and the new music around. Uh, speaking with Mordechai and Shlomo of Paid Dala, the brand new album is entitled Hashem Melech, The Twelve Tribes. We're going to go to a selection uh, entitled Karva. Tell us about this. Uh, Karva is... Uh, special track as all of them are to us we've not figured out yet which one which track goes to which tribe which shed it <laughs> which we'll leave up to uh, everybody else out there to yeah. try to put it all together but um carva is special it has it's featuring our dear brother Noah solomon from also from uh from soul farm and uh carva nafshi carva uh, it's a pasuk from Tehillim, and it's a very powerful religion uh, that came to us during a very difficult time in our family's uh, journey together. Um, and what was so powerful, I believe, when we saw the pasuk, was the idea that the pasuk talks about, David Amelah talks about, how that we are asking Hashem not just for salvation, and we don't just foresee the salvation of our of ourselves, of our lives, our families, of our people coming to us just directly from Hashem, but that it will come through Hashem and ultimately even through our own enemies. That through our enemies and through our tri- tribulations, our difficulties, our sufferings, our struggles, through that specifically will we see the blossoming of our salvation. So this track is a tribute to that. Mordechai and Shlomo have paid Dalad with us live via telephone. Brand new music alert Wednesday at JM in the AM. Pay Dalad's new album is Hashem Melech, The Twelve Tribes. Karva is the name of this selection at JM in the AM. Oh, we 
is brand new from a CD entitled Hashem Melech, the 12 Tribes. Mordechai and Shlomo paid dollar with us live via telephone. We call this a new music alert Wednesday morning broadcast. Nice tune, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Thanks, brother is right. Uh, we'll try to get to at least a couple of more off the brand new album. Uh, this next one is called Hashivenu Hashem. What can you tell us about it? This is uh, another beautiful nigan that was written a few years ago. We were able to... Uh, actually, the, the funny story about this is when we started recording for this album, this was the first song that we started to lay down tracks. And then for whatever reason, we we got sidetracked and we put it aside and we weren't going to do it. But a few months before the album was released, we uh, came across those tracks, very scratch, simple, you know, beginning tracks. And we said, you know what, this this has to go on. This nigga has to be out there. So we uh, we finished it up. We put it together, and we got it on this album. Called Hashivenu. It's brand new. It's paid dollar to JM in the AM. Thank you. 
Brand new from Pei Dalid here at JM in the AM. Uh, ready to wrap things up with Mordechai and Shlomo, who are with us via telephone on a new music alert Wednesday as we talk about the brand new Pei Dalid CD here at JM in the AM. Uh, it's called the Hashem Melech, the 12 Tribes. Available everywhere, as we heard earlier. You can check it out and enjoy. Um, what number CD is this for you guys? This is number three, our third studio album. There have, there have been a few live things that have been spread out there over the years, but this is the third studio album, and it's probably uh, probably the most special to us because we've uh, we really put a lot of work. We actually recorded and mixed, and did all this stuff uh, ourselves wow. uh, in our in our own studio, which we have now, Walker Brothers Studios up in Yonkers. Pretty cool. Um... I can only imagine the. Uh, <laughs> I can only imagine how much work it takes to actually release something like this. I actually don't have to imagine it. I I I <laughs> I know more than the average person about it. I think people out there don't realize what kind of work it takes to get this done and to actually end up releasing an album. It it really is a, a musical birth. Not that any of us guys know, for all the ladies out there, what it feels like to give birth. We don't know what that feels like, any of us. So. But we could imagine musically to go through a process of a handful of years, uh, in this case, a couple of years, a bunch of years of working on uh, something incessantly and kind of holding on to it and nurturing it and listening to it incessantly and tweaking it and putting all the different pieces together uh, on a daily basis. By the time you get to finally release it, 
uh, and bring it out to the rest of the world, it's a tremendous joy. And it, so there really is a, a birthing of, uh, of a certain um, type of life form that comes out of music. And uh, look, we all know the power that music has to heal, to inspire, to change people's lives in ways that really very few other things can. Oh, that's and for sure. That is for sure. The value that I know that you put into, uh, uh, you know, doing what you do, and you know, it's been it is, for us, it's an honor always to uh, to see you, to be connected, the concerts that we've been seeing, we've seen each other, and to be on the show together with you. Um, you know, so for us, this really is our life, our, 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 our breath that we have to offer the world is uh, our music and our, our experience um, and our relationships uh, with the people that we come in contact with. So it's, uh, we're very excited to be at this uh, part of the journey with the album. The Hashem Melech remix will wrap up uh, this discussion. Uh, Mordechai and Shlomo of Pay Dalid, I uh, wish you both continued success. Congratulations on the brand new album. I'm sure our listeners will find it intriguing once they get it and once they tune into it. And uh, continued success. Uh, go from strength to strength. Amazing. Thank you, beautiful Thank brother. You. And a special shout-out to your dear friend, as well as ours, Jonathan Sticky Finn Screenstein, who is uh, not just a dear brother and uh, best friend, but also partner with all this music. And, of course, to our entire beautiful family and to uh, you, dear brother. Shabbat and... Uh, when we see each other next, it'll be like the album cover. We'll see each other with the unification of the 12 tribes and the coming of Mashiach. Amen, amen, amen. Yeshakach, brothers. Mordechai and Shlomo of Pei Dalid. Uh, their remix of Hashem Melech wraps up this segment on a new music alert Wednesday at JM in the AM.
Shame in the A.M. A Sem Melech remix wraps up our conversation with Pei Dalit. I thank both Mordechai and Shlomo. Wednesday morning, Rosh Chodesh Tammuz here at JMM. First of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. First day of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. Sunny today with a high temperature of 92. Big hello to our friends up at Camp Misora who are tuned in to JMM this morning up in Guilford, New York. I want to give them a big shout-out to Ari and Joseph and the entire staff from all of us here at JMM. Oh, speaking of shout-outs, i got to give a shout-out to um, the two gentlemen. I know one was named Ilan. And um, find out in a second who the other one was. Uh, who last night on America's Got Talent with their tits flying <laughs> did a great job. Um, did a great job. Oh, I see. Uh, Elon Schwartz Brownstein is a member of the Y Studs. And uh, I just gotta find his uh, gotta find his partner's name. Who was there last night on America's Got Talent? Anyway, I thought they uh, presented themselves really well, and uh, with the tits flying and the <laughs> and the mention of the Western Wall, etc., etc., to the uh, national and really international audience, I thought it was pretty cool. So we'll dedicate this song to them from the Y Studs, and more coming up at JM in the AM.
It's the Y Studs with Bill Bovey. We are dedicating that to Elon and Josh. That's who they are, Elon and Josh from America's Got Talent last night, who were beatboxing with their tits flying and uh, making a very nice impression, I must say. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a great Wednesday for us here at JMM. If you missed any of my conversation with the Major General Daron Almog, who was at Entebbe both 40 years ago and this week, check it out later on in the archive section of JMM.org. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Alchem Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.